It's the Evis TV Podcast. Hey, I'm back with another episode. Got the homie Scrizzy, a.k.a. Young Scrap, in the building. Hey, he's on here. Hey, we had a good conversation, real good conversation. I ain't gonna hold y'all. We're gonna get right into it right now. Appreciate all the support. Hey, keep supporting. Uh, check out all my social medias, man. Evis TV. Check it out. Peace out. Eric with the EVS TV podcast. I'm back. We got the homie Scrizzy in the building. What's good? How you feel? Man, I'm good, man. I'm good, man. How you doing, bro? Man, it's been beautiful. We had a we had a little bit of a rough week last week, but you know, we here, so God's good. That's good. That's good. Yeah, I saw that, man. Yeah, I'm glad you're good, man. I'm glad you're all right, man. Yeah, so crazy. Crazy. Dude, 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 dude hit me, left me in the middle of the road unconscious, and, like, some people hopped out and, like, carried me out of my car and shit. Like, they took care of me for, like, two hours. But the shit was, it was almost, like, surreal. You forget people actually that good sometimes. You feel me? Yeah. That's good. Yeah, that's good, man, because there was some good people around to help out. Because, yeah, that, yeah, that could have been bad, man. That could have yeah. been bad. Yeah, I'm glad you good, bro, man. But, hey. A lot to talk about, man. I'm going to get right into it. Hey, tell the people what you do, bro. Tell the people what you do that don't know. My name is Grizzy, and I'm the best singer, songwriter, and part-time singer that you know. Um, I also engineer, I produce, I songwrite, and I'm all around what you want in your studios, also known yeah. as Grizzy. Thank you. Thank you. That's what's up, bro. That's what's up. Hey. That introduction, that was saucy. You know what I mean? Yeah, that was. That was hella saucy, bro. <laughs> I like that. Hey, yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. So I always start this when I have artists, you know, on here. I always ask, like, what made you get into the business? And, like, who like, who were your influences? Um, uh, What a lot of people don't know is that I actually um did dance growing up. Like, like trained dancing. I did tap, hip hop, jazz, modern ballet from the ages of like 20, from two to uh, 17. Mm -hmm. That's really like, we did a lot of competitions. I actually did some Broadway plays with Savion Glover and Debbie Knight. I I was very good at what I did, you know? And that me to, you end up in some music videos, you end up doing Broadway, you realize the potential of what could be. I fell in love with the industry at that point. And since I already knew dance, I started teaching myself to, I thought I was teaching myself how to write like movie scripts, I think. (laughs) I think that's what I started as. All right. Lil Wayne, 500 Degrees, Lil Bow Wow, Beware of the Dog. And um, those two albums playing in the background made me switch to poetry. I went from writing to writing poetry, and then poetry became rap eventually. It took me like a year or two after that to actually understand what I was even doing. I just knew I was writing stuff. And I mean, once it led into me, the writing of the music, and I realized I was writing songs, I met some friends who were recording in their home in Maryland. 
um, I moved from California to Maryland at this point to from living with my dad to living with my mom. Right. And it's kind of like once I met them, I was like, oh, you could do this yourself. I was like, what? I was like, no, nah, I always knew people. They, they had big bags of money and they said that you needed this. My friends are like, nah, I recorded this myself using this computer. And like, it was really cheap at the time. Maybe like one little curved microphone that had a little hole that you gotta, you get what I'm saying? And it was yeah. cool. maybe Adobe or something like that. Mm-hmm. But that's what we using to record. And that made me realize I could do it myself. From that, from that point, I started like buying equipment that they had to now record myself at home. And that, actually made me fall more in love with songwriting you know because now you've got to rate yourself find your beats you got to record it yourself you got to make sure it sound good because you gotta you gotta show that shit to your friends you feel me yeah like, for real, for real. yeah so it's like it was almost like an avalanche of events that kind of led to me eventually being a full-blown artist you know i was i was a battle rapper at a point right I was on three men quintet r&b group like there's a talent show video on youtube of it right now i i did i never knew what i wanted to do you feel right. me right yeah i was gonna learn it all and i was gonna do it all and i'm gonna learn one of these lanes well enough for me to be famous that's right. how I would, you know that's what's up that's what's up and that's, how you, that's how you gotta do it man i always gotta have your options open and ready to do everything straight up straight you up know? the secret weapon i walk in they're like yo what do you do my manager says everything like well we need some beats he's like well he co-produces beats i got adhd i can't full-time sit down and do that shit i usually do that but then they're like (laughs) sit down i'm engineering they're like yo we need a hook i'm songwriting a hook yo we need a singer and they're singing yo can you give us like 12 bars i I got you let me let me go in there and that's kind of how i always earned my space like earn my space around people by being able to do something they needed and eventually in return like I, I, I usually normally might not have to ask for stuff I send stuff out and and great things happen you know but it's it's mm-hmm. already events that I might have already did two years ago and never asked for anything for you know right yep yep that's what's up man that's what's up so I heard you, you mentioned a little Wayne and 500 degrees that's a classic album right there now now, I seen you. I, I was looking at your tapes, and I was like, "Oh, I see Wayne. You had Wayne, a Wayne feature on." And I was like, "Oh, that's dope, right there. That's dope." So, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. Actually, this is something I don't think I ever told honestly before. Maybe I may have given other people answers. I may have just beaten around the bush or just lied. I don't know. <laughs> um, but I actually have my uncle manages Flow Rider. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in the studio with them. Um, and Lil Wayne came through to get Flow Rider first. Okay. He came through and started recording it. Um, and somebody came in and was like, she's on the no clear list. And everybody just stops, what? He said, you probably shouldn't finish this because she's on the no clear list. And we're like, what do you mean? I guess, the, the I think it was a Anita Baker sample that's in the beat. The oh. so they were just like yo she said don't ever touch my music especially on some hip-hop she's on the no sample list this can never get out this is while everybody's recording and uh 
And Wayne is like, so what you what you what you telling me I need to do with this? Like we we, we just can't drop it, period. Like and, and like he's he, he's talking to them. And um while they're talking, I tell the engineer, I was like, can I see this? Like I tell my uncle, I was like, can I go in? Cause they're just talking. It's been like 45 minutes. I'm really bored at this point. Like, can I see right. this? And I go in and I start snapping. And he said, Well, that just be his. And um my uncle was like, when he was like, Look, y'all said it can't be cleared. I snapped and they like as soon as as soon as I'm done coming out, they're like, why don't that just be his? It's exactly what went. And yeah. I'm like, it's, it's 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 not gonna come out ever. I said, Well, I don't need to sell it. Mm-hmm. They were like, We'll let you know. And then I got an email. And it was like, these are the stems to the vocals. You can have it. I was like, yeah. what? They're like, you can have it. I That's said, let's go. I put it on one of the mixtapes, but knowing that I couldn't promote it in a sense, I couldn't even let it get to like mixtape radio show status. Cause if it got there, she was gonna sue me. You know, right, I, couldn't, right, yeah. I couldn't do much with it. You know what I mean? But I could mm-hmm. put it on, put it out. And I have, I already worked with Chucky. I've already worked with Lil Twist. I had worked with a bunch of people in the Young Money camp at that point already. And I said, now I got one with Wayne. Wayne knows who I am, bro. And I always, That's a yeah. So the session wasn't meant for me. The verse wasn't meant for me, but I eventually ended up getting the verse. If you actually listen to the song at the end of the verse, he said, yo, Flo, I got you. Like he's giving. I heard that. I heard that, bro. <laughs> and shout out. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So, that's that's exactly what's going. It, but but it ended up mine, and I always thought that was a dope experience, like to have attached to it. I think because I'm so far removed from the song at this point, it don't matter. <laughs> yeah, that's what's up, man. That's what's up. Now I see uh, faded ambition. Your mixtapes, man. How did that go from like you know starting out in the mixtapes now and just gradually getting up to where you're at now? Because I feel like you moved up levels. Your music moved up levels. And you just been, you know, you've been doing your thing, man. And I seen you, you dropped the, uh, the video today, the lemon pepper freestyle. Hey, I seen you drop that. You doing your thing. Yeah. The My bad. So repeat the question. Mm-hmm. I got I, my lemon pepper ran. I was about to do. I stopped myself, though. Stop oh, yeah, myself. no, you good. I was like, uh, just uh, starting in front of mixtapes, you know, to doing your, your actual albums and stuff like that, your growth, your growth musically. Like uh, your process, just how how do you go about you know doing your thing? Oh, the people that <laughs> it's funny how that growth happened. Let me tell you, mm-hmm. um, somebody said stop talking singing. Oh, okay. Like, you want us to keep spending? Can't do that R and B shit no more. I was like, what do you mean? They were like, all right, cool. You went viral. That shit was mid though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dang. So they're just like, so now you have to rap. But at that point, I knew my demographic, like the people that followed me were majority females. Right, they, yeah. They followed me for singing and six pack. you feel me? Mm-hmm. But when they were just like, nah, we're changing it. We'll spend money, like we got it. So they, they put me with DJ Mustard. We did like three records. And two of them on there, you know. Me and DJ Must funny story about that because I went viral and I was like, I was actually in great money. I just hadn't quit my job yet. So I was still like at a restaurant called Don Pablo's while still doing all of this, but I'd been there for so long, they were working with me. You feel me? They just didn't have an issue. Like when I I would dip out, go to Atlanta for the week. I record a song in the studio, dip out, go to Atlanta the next day, and they 
they let me do it. You feel right? Me? That's what's up. Yeah. Yeah. So they are real flexible with me. Shout out, shout out, Gary, you dickhead. You shout out. Gary. <laughs> yeah, for um, real. Hey, that's dope. That's dope. They let you do all that, man. So it's like I, 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 I was, I was, I was on Facetime with DJ Mustard about cleaning fucking Don Pablo's one time. He was like, "What are you doing? I'm working." <laughs> Like, bro, it's like 3 a.m. I was like, actually, it's midnight over here, and we just closed at 11. I got to scrub these floors, bro. But he's playing me beats. I got in headphones. You know what I mean? We're on Facebook, and, like, I'm scrubbing the floors. You feel me? And he, I'm yeah. like, yo. I picked out the Love L.A. beat, and I picked out the Busted Open beat, and he sent them to me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, after I picked out the beats, they flew me to L.A., and the people that are now spending on the project, they flew me to L.A., and me and Mustard sat down and we played some more beats and I picked out one more. Um, the, the the last one we didn't love, so we just ended up releasing the other two and we put that on Faded Ambition. Yeah, you know I mean, Faded Ambition as a whole was supposed to be, like you said, growth. It's supposed to show people, no, I actually really, really, really rap, but y'all really just like me for R&B. And it's kind of been a difficult struggle for me. Like the majority of people that like me, like me because I do R&B. You know, like, right, like right. but I'm actually really, really, really good at rapping. Yeah. Actually, could rap. You feel me? Like, I'm, I'm great at it, but it's, it's always been like one of those things of what do I do? Because that's not what y'all want from me, but this is actually what I could do. So it's once I made that transition of fate and ambition, we didn't go viral on that mixtape. It had a bunch of major features, major producers. We lined everything up. We had the front page of that piff. I just knew we were going to go crazy. And when it didn't, it yeah. wasn't really, you know? So and the numbers weren't bad, but it wasn't it wasn't what I was used to with music we could fuck to one through five, you know? Right, yeah, yeah. It was growth at the time. I cussed them niggas out. I said, bro, y'all forced me to start rapping. Look at these numbers, bro. Like, no, like, they don't want me in Atlanta right now. Like, no, these niggas want to book me in New York at a hundred person venue. Like, I'm upset because it feels like all of this is stepped down, but they were just like, yeah. and I was like, what do you mean rebrand? They're like, just figure it out, rebrand. You're really, really smart. So I came up with the young scrap from Scrizzy thing to make the transition to disassociate all of the R&B, you know? Um, at that point, I went through like my cancer thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, so I like I came up with Poppy Bear, kind of like like if you look at it's certain scars on Poppy Bear, and, and like I have very faint scars like all over my body. A, yeah, I see that. A, yeah, yeah. So it's like a torn stitching above his eye. I have a, like a, a horrible scar above my eye. I mean, I got jumped by like fifteen people. You know what I mean? And that. That's something I don't think I've ever talked about. People have always asked me about that scar. Like, I got into a fight in a new neighborhood. It was just the wrong person. You feel me? I was got them hands, though. I do want to say that. <laughs> That's why I got so, they got and, that good. They got that good punch combo. That was a whole real star moment. Nigga came from the backside, then I, it was. A bunch of niggas covering me. I was just happy to get up and walk away, but my whole shit was yeah. literally split open. Like it was just open. It was like just flipped open. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. I was happy that was all I walked away with. Like my mom, like even my big brother, I walked home. He was like, "Yo, what happened?" I didn't tell him like nothing. A little fight. I just kept it moving. My mom at what happened? Like mm. they asked me again, and when I didn't answer, they just let it go. You know, mm-hmm. something that like always stuck with me and taught me one. 
learn your politics. Learn who you about to fight. Because he was that nigga in the neighborhood once I learned the neighborhood. You know what I mean? Right, right. You know what I mean? Um, two, it, it, it kind of taught me, like, some lessons may end up being painful, but you'll always end up learning from everything. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. the, that's on Poppy Bear is the throat one. And that's because that's what my cancer surgery was at. So it, that yeah. was removed. So it's like the stitching and torn together bear was just something that I received in a hospital that I kind of like started tearing and destroying. And I, I, and I came up with this idea almost like six to eight months later, it's like, oh, we could put this back together. And this is dope. And, you know, it, it conceptually means something to me. So I'm actually, actually just got a poppy bear head made. So he's going to be live at shows from now on. And that's what's up. I saw you post that. I was like, yo, that's dope. Yeah. So you're going to have like a mascot joint. Yeah. Shout out my DJ Big Mike. He's going to be DJ Poppy Bear from now on. Yeah, I mean, the <laughs> lovable DJ. You feel me? Yes, yeah. sir. Yes, sir. That's what it is. That's what it is. See now, now when I first discovered you, I ain't gonna lie, it was through it was through my nephew, Just Beats. That's how I knew him and Hundo. You had that song with Hundo, and they put me, I got to hear it before, you know, it was released. So you know, they, they playing it for me, playing it for me. So I was like, oh, okay. I was like, oh, this dude cold. This dude cold. And then I started, I was listening to you. I was like, oh, dude, hard, dude, hard. I like his stuff. As I, I started following you on, on Insta and all that, I said, hey. And Twitter. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you this, Just Beats. So what if I I met Just Beats, somebody else had got a feature from me. Mm -hmm. and, and at that music video shoot, I met Just Beats father. He was like, yo, oh, my brother, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Your brother. Binky yeah. Mac, Binky Mac. Yeah, that's my that's my that's my big brother. Yeah. Crazy with the beats. I want to get you some beats. And I was like, all right, bet. I wrote, I, I broke down my email. He's like, now nah, you'll be here. And I walked over and we spoke for a little bit. And I was like, I want to hear what you got. Slide it to me. He sent me a pack. And I really liked some of the beats inside of there. But when they sent me the Hundo feature with him on it, I said, nah, bro, I could slide on this one. I was like, I could, I could slide on this one. He was like, yeah, if you'd like to toss us a verse back. I said, say less. I could slide on this one. So when once we recorded that, I knew exactly what it could be you know like one like at that point in time it's unfortunate that i was in super limbo like i i just got done being sick um and i mean i wasn't that all of my investors had just went to jail um i didn't have like i had a support system but at this point in time like shit, do i go back to singing which is kind of what i did you now i mean like i like do I go back to singing or do I stick with rapping while I'm cultivating this new baby? Where I made the mistake was, was going back to singing because I should, like, had I stayed with cultivating my rap base at the time, I violated all the new people that the, the investors put up their whole livelihood to, to spend, you feel me? Yeah. And I have dudes and like, I lose like a lot of fun because a lot of people DM me regularly. They're like, we don't know what to expect from you. Are you singing? Are you rapping? Like the, the difference is Drake sing and I don't Drake rap. Like I really, right. really or I really, really sing. And it's really a hard separation for people, you know? Mm -hmm. um, I, I, I think that was the only thing that really hit people didn't, they didn't know what to expect from me at that time. And they really wanted R&B. And then when I found that out, I was like, oh, here's some R&B. And then the niggas is like, word. 
You feel me? They're mm-hmm. like, uh, yeah. Nah, that other shit you actually just dropped was crazy. That was, you get what I'm saying? And yeah, it, yeah, I get it. It, it was really confusing for me. And I didn't properly give that the attention, nor did the people give it the proper attention. Like the already cultivated base that I have gave right. it the attention. But it ended up peaking like 150, 90, one, one, between 150 and 190 something on iTunes. And that was really, really dope to me. Mm-hmm. Um, first records I released in a while. But then I, I realized what the numbers on that looked like. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, we'll do better next time. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what's up. Yeah, now, now that's what I was gonna get to next. Now, now the struggles in the music industry because I know the music industry is crazy. It's a crazy business. Now, the thing is, now let, let's say I'm gonna say this. What would you tell uh, a new artist or somebody like, oh, you know, I'm starting making music. What, what, what advice would you give them if they would get in this industry? Know who you are. Now, I mean, that, and that sounds so cliche, but let me tell you what I mean by that. Now I know for the next 12 months, I can promise people, you're only going to hear rap from me. I know who I am. I know the sound. I know the rap style. I know the rap tone. I know the demeanor I'm going for. You know what I mean? I, I know who I am. That took me way too long. You feel me? Mm-hmm. It took me yourself yeah i mean i have to dedicate time frames of my life to growth after doing some analytics and studies i realized that's how shit goes i have to promise people this time frame for rap and if i promise you this time frame for rap when i transition back to my r&b shit i can now dedicate and feed both bases because they'll respect it but he's gonna flip back in a second so we're good go ahead and give him that you feel me and, right. and vice versa on the learn know who you are when you come in know your sound Know your tone, know your morals, know who you are, my guy, and you'll be good. Now, if you, you have some struggles, you're leaning on other people to kind of figure this out. I, I don't have to do that anymore. I walk into a label situation and hear keywords I don't like. The mm-hmm. words, paperwork, and I'm, I'm already shaking my head no for the rest of the meeting. You feel me? I get, I know who I am. I know what I'm listening for. I know what you're trying to finesse me for. I know what I'm looking for. I know what I, you feel me? You gotta, it's, it's a lot to know. Yeah, knowing your contract and everything in it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, your paperwork. Yeah. It, it's hard to get to the contract when you don't even, when you don't even know what your sound is going to be. You feel right, me? Right, yeah, you? yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody in the music industry is going to be like, well, why don't you do this? Well, why don't you do that? Well, why don't you do this? And everybody's making recommendations. Mm. And you're following them like I did and losing a base possibly or possibly gaining. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's both two of these things can happen. But here's the poison pill that you take when you finally decide to do what you want to do. They may not like that. Mm-hmm. So it's like they're picking apart everything that they what they want you to be and not what you are. So they just, yeah, that's that's crazy. And by the time you actually figure it out, you may not be lucky like I am. I have a lot of blessed things going for me that are really horrible situations. Yeah, you know I mean, like my cancer situation, it it removed like it was my thyroid. I don't know if you know what a thyroid is, but it's all the hormones inside. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. I mean? okay. A lot of men, we look, we go into like grown men bodies at a certain age. You begin to grow your full beard and, and your bulkiness. I may not get any of that, which will cause me to look like a 25-year-old Disney star for most of my life. You know what I mean? Mm, right. But I'm in the music industry. That's yep. definitely 
official. You feel yeah, me? yeah, yeah, this has been official, yeah. So it's kind of like, that's my poison. Like, I, I, you got to use the flaws for your benefit. Know who you are. I was going to move for you. But by the time I figured it out, I had that going for me. You know what I mean? Like, by the time, mm-hmm. it, all right, this is who I am, what I want. People still wanted me. You get what I'm saying? Because I have that going for me. And they're just like, oh, this tone, this sound, how you know, like you, you could save us money. Like, let's do it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I'm still know certain stuff because of poison pills. So just know who you are and have some growth in here. You know what I mean? Yep. That's what's up. That's what's up. That's good advice, man. Because that's how I always want to put that info out there for people. I'm like, it might be an artist, you know, this, listening to this is new to the business stuff. So I'm like, I like, I like to have artists on here to be able to tell them what to do, you know, to help them grow and help them get into the business. Because I know that's a, that's a thing where it could be confusing getting like, I don't know which lane to go and I don't know how to, but yeah, yeah, you correct on that. Be yourself, man. Be yourself. And like you said, know, know your worth and know what you want to do. Because I mean, you could be yourself all you want to, but is the yeah. be that you're being somebody that somebody like from for my career it was a point in my career where i was playing like this cool and i'm not cool i'm a nerd right and if i tell people i'm a nerd that shit's cool to them but if i try to act cool i'm not cool to me you feel me mm-hmm. i was like yo actually like pull up your computer now i know this like what's your megabytes all right so we gotta oh shit nigga you smart no 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 that's what i do i don't like i just rap like i'm really good at rap and i just hang around gangster niggas that's just what i do but <laughs> really a nerd and when you tell niggas that they respect who you are a lot more i right. wasted four years of my life playing that cool nigga role it was like the la cool nigga role too it was so corny like i look back on it and i'm so disappointed in myself i let nas down i'm so sorry damn <laughs> damn yeah that's if you know who like if you know who you are you wouldn't have to wait four years in a phase like that and then people mm-hmm. genuinely you're like that when you start to blurt out you're a nerd you got to prove the niggas you feel me yeah yep yep and i feel like now the nerd thing's kind of in like i you know like i'm a nerd too like i'm a nerd i'm, a, I'm an anime nerd i you know all that and, and being honest it's 10 times more in because like like the anime shit the the nerdy me knowing my analytics but then it's like well nah because the niggas you hang around i know what he did and i know he got out of jail and i know that he's just winning and you hang around them niggas and post pictures with them like they I was like yeah but they know I'm a nerd they don't have that energy with me they don't mm-hmm. me. they like they have a different respect for me they actually like yo anybody that presses in we really got an issue you feel yeah I, yeah me and Lil Derek had a little you feel me and oh. I had my OGs and 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 when that and they looked out yeah I mean when five yeah. LA when a car full of LA niggas over, y'all just have to hop out for you. And you just kind of said, I was like, I told you. It had nothing to do with me. Right. It, but I was minding my business. I told y'all niggas I was a nerd. Like, just leave me alone. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Always, you know what I mean? It's like people respect who you are when you're honest. But if you walk around playing gangster, niggas gonna find out if you pussy or not. You feel me? Oh, yeah, yeah. Most definitely. Most definitely. Nerd fucked up with these hands don't work. I fight. That's what my name exactly. is. That's all I do. I like hands. I, I like fighting, but you niggas yep. too scared. Done. Yep. So yep. It's like, I get down. I'm a nice guy. I get down. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> don't get it twisted. <laughs> I'm telling 
the reason they still had to jump me, that's why that scar on them motherfucking teddy bear, I'm telling you, these hands work, my guy. Like, I've never had an issue with fighting people. I'm fairly aggressive with that. I know my hands work. Mm-hmm. I know that's as well. Fairly smart guy. You feel me? Yeah. But his hands still work. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's what I like to ask. I love when people mistake nerd for pussy. I just yep. love that. And respectful for pussy. They'll do that to the oh you oh you respectful. Oh, we can we can get over on you. No, no, you can't. <laughs> they they mistake respectful for pussy. That's exactly it. They my god, I can't I, I like that's so because I'm I'm very yeah, my like my mom's from down south. They're both military parents, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. like whole life that they and the shit my mom wasn't getting out of her car unless i opened the door she wasn't going through a door unless i opened that bitch it wasn't it wasn't yes or no it was yes ma'am no ma'am my whole life and it was just respect but you could still get these hands people yeah. was, yes ma'am no ma'am no sir like i say that to people just without a thought to me sometimes you get what i'm saying it just mm-hmm. a mistake respectful niceness i hold doors i'm very nice like i'll be yeah. the famous a whole bunch of females and i'm like yo are they all good who got to get walked to their car you like you feel me they pussy yeah. though so that's la's favorite thing that's why you gotta let but everybody out here like to shoot they're too pussy to throw hands they know they're gonna get beat up they're way they know they're gonna get beat up so that's how it is here in the city man like they like they don't know how to just keep it hands we're, we're we're one of the biggest murder cities out here and it's like here in kansas city missouri they 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 stay they stay shooting out here man for no reason i mean some of it's for nothing man like and and kids is getting caught in the crossfire and getting killed and says it's wild like you can't even go like we have a we have a uh we have a park slow park a lot of people go down there just to go party kick it you know on sunday you know just sit back kick back have a beer something like that and then that's you know some funking going on that's you know they shooting up the spot so it's like then you get you know what i'm saying it's just like man you can't even enjoy yourself no more you can't even enjoy yourself and i ain't gonna lie i'm not with taking away people guns yeah but y'all <laughs> y'all niggas don't need no guns bro y'all before they're gonna kill everybody before they give up their guns but y'all yeah. niggas Man, it's wild out here, man. It's wild. And like you said, kids. I was watching a video. I think it was of a two-year-old covering from a bullet wound shot, and he was shot. Yeah, it was so sad, bro. He was. It was intentional. It was a stray. You feel Mm -hmm. me? Yeah. That's what strays. Yeah, that's what they do. Yeah, yep. that's how I hate like the Fourth of July. I got here, but oh, you don't shoot, don't shoot my gun up in there. I'm about to shoot, but like, dude, you know those things come down, right? Like, you better ain't no kid in the area, son, because they gonna get. You know what I'm saying? That, that's gonna come down. Circle <laughs> and them bullets gotta come down. You're gonna be mm-hmm. different. I said, my God, they they still come down at a really rapid speed, and it's a bullet. Which would would it's shaped to go faster? It's aerodynamic, my nigga. Like. If it catches the right wind on the way down, it could possibly kill somebody. Yep. Or flop off into the wind. And you niggas is weird for that. Yep. That's that's I always like, man. I'll be looking at niggas is crazy. Like, y'all niggas are really crazy for that. Like I I wouldn't even want to do because I like, I don't want that on my conscience. Like oh, I, I'm the reason for something like that. But no. Society <laughs> that I would have thought I did it if it was in a two-mile vicinity. Because yeah. that's 
like, oh man, I shot my gun off in the air. The news reported that a mile and a half over this two-year-old got shot. That shit had to have been my anxiety so bad. That's exactly how I'm feeling. Yeah, then. yep. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do I couldn't do nothing like that. I'm gonna go to a gun range or rent me one of them rage rooms and go punch something or shoot something. You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Figure out the right way to take care of this shit before I have to go crazy. Cause shit, I've been homeless. I got bitten by a brown recluse spider. I got a huge mm. chunk of my. I've had cancer. Uh, I lost my whole fucking voice after cancer. Oh I just got collision that I was blessed enough to walk away from. Yeah. Just said, you feel me? And shit, after six months of being homeless, half these niggas in Los Angeles go crazy. You know what yeah. I mean? I did like a year and a half of that shit. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. up here, Angeles homeless, where niggas be out here couch surfing, got a homie's house to go to, but everybody they homeless. Like not outside with my dog behind the elementary school homeless. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's a, and I still have my complete sanity and I'm smiling. It's because I've learned how to properly allocate some of my rage out. Am I a little bit fucked up? Maybe, maybe. But I'm really good at hiding that shit. And I'm going to smile 24-7. That's what's going to get me through it. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, I, and that L.A. lifestyle, that'll do it to you anyway. Like the last, I was out there back in April. Um, I had I did some podcasts out there. And I did, uh, was, you know, with my nephew and all that. And I, mm-hmm. and that, that's the first, I saw so many homeless people. It's so crazy to me out there just, just seeing it. And I was like, I'm, I'm riding in the car with him. And like, we riding through downtown L.A. And I'm like, I'm I'm sad. Like, oh, this is this is ugly. Like, this is ugly. Like, I'm looking, I'm seeing all these tents and I'm seeing these people in the street and on the so I'm like, man, this is sad. Like, this is really what's going down out here. Like, what is going on? Like, we got a bad, we got a bad out here. We got a lot of homeless people out here, but there's nothing compared to what's going on in LA. It's nothing compared. It costs too much to live. I got a three bedroom that I pay over three, five, four. Yeah, man. I, I price hunted for this bitch, bro. You know how crazy that is? Yeah. Three, five. And I had to price hunt for that. It's crazy. Uh, what's going to help you maintain something like that? What job, what, what normal good job can you get to maintain something like that? Yep. They end up homeless and they're like, all right, I still got my car. I could do this for a little bit. Lose their car eventually. Eventually that's going to happen. Once that happened, they done figured out a way to live in their car so they could set that up outside, which is usually the tents and the pillows and everything else. And then they go apply for EDT, EDD, realize they could get like 900 from each. And they're just like, all right, I'll just live like this. That's what happens. It, yeah. it, it was uh, at the end of one of my blocks when I lived in K-Town, my favorite fucking person, he was homeless. And he every single day he had a little crock pot, warmed up his pot, stew and noodles if it was raining. I always made sure I like that. Mine was my everyday thing. I went to go buy when I used to smoke blunts. I don't do that anymore, of course. But when I was smoking blunts, I go buy me a pack of blunts in the morning. When I came back, I give him my change, whatever it was. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. Spoke to him every single day. And one day I finally was just like, why are you out here? I saw somebody visit them and they looked very well dressed, very well taken care of. They were in the bins. That doesn't say much to say much, but yeah. like they were living, you feel me? Mm-hmm. And he said, 
once I realized how simple life could be, I decided I just didn't want to go back. He said, if I could live like this and comfortably without being diseased or bedridden, there's no, and he, you feel me? He's like yeah. disease. He's like, it's, it's, it's a no reason for me to go back. And I think homeless people in Los Angeles see how simplistic it all could be and just don't mind it. Mm, yep. Yeah. It's like they just settle. They just settle for it. Like, hey, this is, this is what it is. Yeah. I feel like all the other homeless people in different states, they want to do something about it because there's no real support system out here. It's 900 homeless people for you to be with. Either that or, I mean, like some of them are so off of it. I mean, not off, of it, but good Lord, you know, it's that mm-hmm. all of them all their mentals aren't correct mm-hmm. uh, that homeless person asked me for a dollar one day and of course i was i was giving it to my man at the end of the block so i told him i didn't have any and he swung on me and this dude was like 50 to 60 he swung on me i'm walking mm-hmm. my dog that i now gotta gank up because he swung on me over a, like what yeah yeah you feel me that's 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 what type of los angeles thing it is he didn't mind mm-hmm. Dog. He did. He just wanted a dollar, bro. Run him his mm-hmm. dollar. Like, yeah. and some of the people out here, they, they like they'll go crazy out here on these streets before they go back to paying for a home and all that other good stuff. I feel like niggas in Chicago, y'all got four seasons out that bitch. During one, no, live inside. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I, it get a little cold. It get below sixty. Niggas throwing jackets out here. You know what I mean? Like, so it's 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 not it's not all bad. Yeah, you know, you know what I mean? They, that's how they. And that's kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, me and Justin were heading to uh, Radium uh, to the studio, and uh, he's driving. I'm riding with him. We were, we here on the on the side street. We getting we close to the studio. We get close, and there's this homeless guy, and he walks in the middle of the street, and like we st- he stops right in front of us, and he's like, "No, don't stop! Hit me! Hit me! I'm ready to go! I'm ready to die!" Man. No, I get out rolling like hell no. I'm like, hell no, we ain't doing it. Justin goes around him. And we had I was like, I was like, oh my God, like that's this is crazy. This is I'm, crazy. I've had I've had that I had the people walking the road with the middle of the sign asking for change. And because mm-hmm. my especially now was on the nicer end, but I was still just dropping my bins at the time. And like she laid across my car and was like, you gonna have to kill me or give me 50 cents. I was like, bro, take some change. I think it was way more than 50 cents. Get off my car, bro. Because they would much rather die than not have, you get what I'm, than not have. Mm -hmm. I do know like some of them either lose it or they they, they can't, it's really hard to get back up. Like Los Angeles. I tell people that live in Los Angeles that are homeless, move to Texas move to texas like it's the closest most inexpensive place for the meantime that oh, you can for the meantime because here in kansas city that's to me to me that's kansas city part two texas is becoming kansas city part two because everybody from here is going to texas going to dallas going to houston wherever <laughs> i'm like yo every i'm like i would i would want to move out there like now because i used to go back you know out there and party and kick it with my people that i had out there years and years back now i'm like I don't know if I want to move out there because I don't want to see you niggas that I've seen here out there. <laughs> I'm trying to move and see some new people and I go back and see the same people I already know. <laughs> I'm looking at this because in all y'all, Texas, that's why. 
that's exactly it though. But Texas, like my dad owns a few properties out there. He refused to buy a property in Los Angeles because it's uh, renter friendly, what he calls it. Oh, okay. He, mm-hmm. I could just throw your ass out. Nigga, he 30 days late. The sheriff would show up with me and we jazzy Jeff you. I'm like, <laughs> what? Dang. He was like, but the thing is, you should be able to afford what you moved into in Texas, in Los Angeles. They know rent prices are about three times higher, so they have to be renter friendly to give you a process and a time frame in order to pay that. My dad was like, most of his apartments, which are, if they were in Los Angeles, they'd be going for three to five grand a month. He's charging fourteen hundred to two thousand. Mm-hmm. That's crazy to me. If I could get my apartment right now at nineteen hundred dollars, do you know how much bigger of a rapper I'd be? Just because I have oh. the, the Money allotment in order to oh, just do. Oh, you be so, balling. You be ball, you, you balling now, but you you be balling even harder. <laughs> I, 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 I seen the Mustang. I seen the Mustang. That that thing nice too. But by the way, that joint. Hey, mellow. Hey, that's a, that's that, an electronic joint, ain't it? What that that's an electronic joint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But when I was out there the last time, one of uh, Justin's friend had one of those. Yeah, he drove, he rode me around in it. That thing is nice. I nice. That car is the best purchase I've ever made. I like, I was, I, I, I'm like, so I went and I'm putting the stars on the roof of the car, right? Mm-hmm. I got a sunroof one and I'm putting the stars in the roof of it. And then I'm going to get the cars wrapped, uh, uh, the, the car wrapped. And then I'm getting the brake pads uh, painted, uh, clippers, whatever they are. I'm getting those painted. Um, and I plan on like, I'm going to have my one-on-one Maki. It's only 250 of these in the city right now. Cause they only made 2,200 of them total so far. Cause you know, it's yeah, a chip shortage. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a chip shortage. So like they're backed up until like, if you order one right now, you're not getting it to February, March, April next year. Yeah. You know I mean, wow, wow. They're like back, back like that. So I want to do, I'm going to start doing YouTube content on it. Cause people are like, how does it drive? What is it? Look? I was like, damn, I was like so many questions. I'm not going to answer y'all, but I'll do a YouTube video on it. Then y'all can comment. Maybe I'll those suggestions. You know what I mean? And I'm going to customize it. So it's just like a one-on-one experience. My son likes twinkly shit on the roof. I would, mm-hmm. I, would, I would love to be able to just show him a meteor shower while he's sitting in the back watching movie on the TV. And that's so to me bro like that'd be dope eight dollars in charge of my car yesterday to 90 percent wow dollars bro oh i seen your story where somebody was it was like a girl someone's like is that your car like yeah who who you feeling up yeah that's me in front of this grocery store man i ain't gonna name it but i was sitting in front of this grocery store was a charge point in front of it and she had a tesla she was in behind me and she was like this car is so nice. Who are you charging it for? That was a very passe way of saying, yo, are you stealing it or what are you doing? Like, I, in my, I'm sitting in the driver's seat, laid back. She knocked on my window to ask me about my car. You feel me? And she asked, what is, what is this? Oh, who are you charging it for? Yeah, that's... There. She was an older white woman, but I didn't. I didn't. Yes. Yeah, that's how, uh, that's how it is. That sounds like how they are out here, man. I, I was, I took my son to this uh, water park. Uh, it's called Oceans of Fun. 
and we're walking around the park and we had, you know, how you had like that little, uh, the chain there, you can put your phone in and, you know, you, you can go in the water with it. And I, I had that yeah. on, I had it running. This teenager, this teenage girl comes up to me. She's like, is that even an eye? Is that even a real iPhone you got there? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this is an iPhone 12 Pro Max. Yeah, you're damn right, it's real. <laughs> I'm like, right, we can't, we can't have nothing. We can't have nothing. Is that what y'all trying to say? <laughs> What's really going on here? Maybe I gotta stop doing that. Maybe them white people judge me. I even feel like I'm white people friendly, but I'll be like, oh well, maybe, maybe I gotta stop dressing like a bum. So, but my thing is, I like, I got my rapper mode, right? Like, I gotta, you gotta dress. You gotta make sure your 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 your, your hair brushed down, your jewelry on. I mean, your white's actually white, not crease. You just you have a rabbit hole that you throw on, but it's hard to like feel that way twenty four seven. I got like a mood that I just like being on. I like being in my house. I'm not even sure if you can tell, but like I record right here. That's what yeah I yeah. I see oh yeah yeah. I see it in your videos and stuff. Yeah, yeah. this is my background where I shoot all yeah. of my videos, and yeah. this. On Twitch, you know what I mean? I was going to talk to you about Twitch, too, because I see you gaming. I see you on Twitch, dog, now. Hey, what you doing? You, going, huh? you, going? I, you know what? I do it here and there. Like, I do it here and there. I, I don't feel like I, have, I don't have all the right equipment for all that, for real, for real. I ain't going to front. Like, but I'm a, console, I'm a console player, though, for real. I don't really do, like, uh -huh. PC gaming, but, like, I'm a console player, though. But, yeah, I just need a good... Uh, Elgato, I need to get that new Elgato joint so I can hook it up to my PC and really start, you know, start getting it in. But yeah, I need to start doing it. But I see what I see. I see you streaming on the on the uh, Twitch and all that. Yeah. But my um, I just bought uh, is is Gigabyte, but I just bought a new chip because you know all the chips are it's a shortage right now because yeah, everybody too for the cryptocurrency and everything. A lot of people don't realize that the same chips that they your car is the these exact same chips and people are taking them and using them for crypto mining, which is why there's absolutely none you know what i mean that's shortage because bob that lives right down the street has 200 of them in his basement lined yeah, up they was, yeah yep yeah they were doing all that hacking yep the bots and all that that was some wild times that's some wild stuff uh-oh what happened yeah. i just said i just said are you good <laughs> just, that was me um but um yeah, so it's it's kind of like I just bought that new gigabyte chip and it, mm -hmm. it upped to the next level, bro. Like it upped my PC. Like when I tell you, like, cause I bought the regular PC, like I thought I bought a two thousand dollar PC from Best Buy, and I was like, let's game. That's it. And nah, that wasn't it. I had to like up like my memory card frame rate and like yeah. there's a lot of upgrades that go with it. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I got, I got all the little pieces, but I'm gonna I'm be honest with you, bro. Like, it was it was damn near like five grand total in order to get this right. Like, I had to get a second monitor. So in order to stream on the PC, you gotta have at least two monitors. You feel me? Yeah. At least. And I was gonna do the three rig setup, but I don't think my little desk can handle it. So yeah. I got two. But I got my gaming console connected to my PC computers too. So it's like mm -hmm. if I ever want to. On my uh, PlayStation 4, I could do it like it's PC because I bought like a. So I don't know if I'll be able to show you this, but it's like a little rig piece. Hold on. Let me see. Uh, can I flip? <laughs> I probably can't flip this camera, but whatever. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. this. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, yeah, you got the S plus. Yeah. See, I just got the HD60. That's what I I just got the HD60. I need to get the new, I need to get the newer joint. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I got the S plus one. That's yeah. that's why I allow you to it's not 1080, it's 4K now. Mm-hmm. So that's yep about it but I, I had to get the chip in order to support that but now i can play grand theft auto and stream it like it's the main one but if you yeah. if, if you're on your playstation 4 you can still download the twitch app and yeah, you yeah, know. That's how, yeah that's how i do it on my five on my ps5 and my <laughs> xbox i just i'll just, I just use the app yeah what's your plan what's your, what's your plan for the five uh, what, I, what i've been playing for the five or I, I i'll tell you this I was I was playing Call of Duty. I stopped playing Call of Duty since all the little the controversy with them, huh? I said I'm only PC in Call of Duty now because niggas are going yeah. to cheat no matter what. Yeah. So I'm not. Yep, yep, yeah, yeah. Other than that, like I, I I ain't gonna front. Like I'm a I'm a I'm a fighter. I do a lot of fighting games like Street Fighter. I play Street Fighter Five or like a, a let's say like Dragon Ball Fighter stuff like that or a, or a My Hero Academia or something like that. I play I play stuff like that. Or um, uh, I'll, I'll do some. Say say what? I said I got the My Hero on the Switch. Yeah, I, I do. Play- I do too. I'm gonna have to add you on that joint because I got it on the Switch. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got the Dragon Ball Z Fighter on the PlayStation Five. That's the, that's my that's my that's my that's what I get in on. I ain't so I ain't, I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm not a I'm not a body bag on that journey. I'm yeah. Oh, oh, I'm not I'm not either. I bought I fought like I am okay. Like I'm good. Like I've been in a couple tournaments. I've been in a couple tournaments, but I face some niggas. It's cold. Like I know I got some dudes. It's like and you know them video fighting game tournaments. Evo, them yeah. Evo tournaments. I I know I got dudes that are in those like cold. <laughs> I met some of those people through the rap. I'm not sure if if you've seen them. So. Uh, uh hip hop DX and BET, um, not last year, but the year before, they had a gaming competition Fighter Five. And it was rappers versus gamers. And Ooh. they gave uh, a gaming partner and we had to play each other. You know what I mean? So I was playing uh AD, uh the oh, dude okay. no- Yeah. Was- and then oh, I gotta yeah. see that. Is, is that on one? I gotta see that. I- on their Instagram and Hip Hop DX was live. It's still on, it should still be on their website. You feel me? Okay. But that, that whole experience was uh This dude next to me, I'm uh, not dude. I'm uh, oh, it was a dude. He had the girl. The girl that we were facing was like the the countrywide tournament winner. She just murked whoever was here, and she was going to go face somebody else in a different competition. So I knew I was going to get bodied. I ain't, I wasn't even playing Street Fighter at the time, but that's what made me start playing. I was like, I got to go home and go get this shit. If y'all get, I was, I asked my dude how much he won this year. He said he won 30 grand this year in competitions. Yep. yep. I, didn't, I didn't follow each other. We stay, we stay in touch. We still follow each other on Twitter and all that other dope stuff. So I can't remember his name, but shout out to you, bro. You you were a great coach. I was just a trash player. That was me. That was me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and a lot of that stuff takes practice, man. A lot, of, a lot, of, a lot of time. And like, like what you doing? What I do? Like, we don't be having time for that. Like, I, I'm a normal dude. I work a normal job. I do this, you know, do stuff. I go to school. I don't have time for gaming like I used to. Like, because <laughs> I could get nice at that ever so quickly. So, have you ever played Overwatch? Yes, I. Yep, yep. Me and my son played. My son loves Overwatch. He's better than me. And he's better than me. That game is my shit, bro. I, I love that game. I'll play that 24-7. I play it on PC, played on PlayStation 5, I played on Switch. I got it on all three. I yeah. play, you feel me? Mm-hmm. So 
I love Overwatch. I love Call of Duty. Yeah, I mean, but like the the Overwatch splash, it's kind of like and Grand Theft Auto Five. You can't never go wrong. Yeah, yeah, you can't go wrong with GTA. Yeah, yeah. I just kind of feel like it gives you experience of everything. Like, all right, you want to you want to be a shooter where well, you could go pick this shooter and it has on each defense. You get what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. I really like that overall package of what overall uh, Overwatch is. And plus, I'm not much of a team player. I feel like it helps me on that because I'm I'm always doing everything myself. I'm yeah. Not much of a team. Yep. So I mean, so yep. I feel like that because I'm quick to tell somebody suck my dick. I could do it myself. <laughs> yeah. It is suck my dick. I could do yeah. it. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's all, that that's all it is to it. But I think I think gaming is one of the best things that I did because when I got sick, I wasn't a gamer. Actually, I, I wasn't playing. I wasn't interested in playing. Actually, I, I, it's weird. Whenever I get busy, that's the only time I feel like gaming. I think it's like a stress release for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. like I get home. It's four a.m. I know I need to sleep because I got something to do at noon tomorrow. We got I got a Peter at noon tomorrow. But I'm game for two hours. And I have no idea why, but I started realizing it's like it's, it's like a re- relaxation thing for me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So gaming isn't gaming; it's a relaxation thing. Plus, I was reading something that said you burn like two hundred and something calories. I want is is it? It's it's an article. I ain't gonna misquote it because niggas gonna call me dumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. Calories playing video games, so gamers could be skinty too, nigga. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Straight up. Straight up. Straight. Up. So what? Uh, so so. I, I, and I always ask guests this, and you kind of brought it. What was what was your first gaming console that you had? You know, like when you were young or whatever. PlayStation One. Right. Nice. 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 PlayStation One with Crash Bandicoot. I think it was like a Christmas bundle. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. S S like S S X. Yes. Yeah. Freaky, like that shit. Those were my first experiences with video games of oh, NBA Live. I want to say that was like 99, something like when I actually like got it. It was, it's like, oh wow, what is this? I wasn't into like basketball video games at the moment, but mm-hmm. oh wow, this is dope. Then I learned that was one of like NBA Live is one of the dopest. I'm going back and playing it now. It's I look back and I had a lot of really dope video game experiences, but the, what made me fall in love with it that I had to go find and revisit was Zelda. Right, Zelda. Right. Yeah, Zelda's I love, dope. I really like Final Fantasies. Final Fantasy. Yeah, yeah. On my multiplayer, I'm playing Overwatch, why the cosplay, the characters, the powers. I like that shit. So of course I like Final Fantasy. Damn near the exact same thing without the multiplayer online fighting. Yeah, you know I mean I could go mm-hmm. online, I could PCs, I don't have to talk to them. Oh, nigga, this is my shit. Let's go. Like, yeah, I'm yeah. Loose, bro. I'm like an energetic recluse. Like, I'd be like hyped up and I just be cycle myself inside of my room. Yeah, I, that's hey, that's how it is. Like this whole pandemic, I've been home. Like, I ain't really going out too much. Like, I, I don't really go out for real. Like, I'd be at home on the game or watching TV. You know, catching up on Marvel. I'm watching Loki, WandaVision. I'll be watching I, My Hero or something like that. You know. <laughs> my hero i fell behind on all three i never i never started loki i never i never really like i was way into my hero academia and then i just stopped because i got crazy busy when i get busy i stop watching tv and i yeah. start watching repeats all i do is play rick and morty in the background on on, on a cycle replay and i, yeah. I like, love rick and morty too bro yeah, i love rick and morty i love rick and morty yes sir 
I understand, like, I've even, this is going to sound like a psychopath now. I like watch all, like, the top tens and, like, the moments of when mm-hmm. I never realized how actual intellectual that show was. Like, Rick and Morty is very intellectual, like, meaning, like, they're great at hiding Easter eggs. They're great at actually giving you the definition and meaning of something. Most, most, now, they do make up a lot of words, and yeah. it is a lot of in between there, which is almost the genius about it to a certain extent. But it's a lot inside of there too. If you could comprehend what the show yeah. is about, I have a lot of people tell, I never could get into it because I don't understand. Why is it like 700 bricks? It's like, what do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm not trying to explain it to people. And I was like, no, nah, this does sound kind of okay. Now I feel you. I feel you, but I understand. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's weird the stuff that makes you a nerd because we don't. We don't I don't like to kill niggas and I'll be, I, I love to beat niggas up, but it's weird the shit that makes you a nerd because we don't kill niggas and we don't hang yeah. up on the block. I'm confused. Mm-hmm. I'm confused. And in the society, they like to, you know, they like to make fun of and stuff like that. You talk like, I'll be aware of them like, yeah, I watch pro wrestling. I watch anime. Yeah, I, I like Marvel. Dude. Oh, you like that stuff? Oh you, oh, you ain't no big football fan. Oh, you ain't no like. Bro, like, that's cool. Like, I don't mind. I don't want to mind sports and stuff like that. But this is just me. This is who I am. You know, love it or leave it. You know, talk to me or not, you know. (laughs) A lot of Lakers. A lot of Eagles. I fuck with the Rams. My dad liked the Raiders, so I got to deal with that. Now, I mean, it's select teams that I watch and I part. But for the most part, it's me and my nerd shit. And I hope y'all understand. Exactly. Yep. But here's here's the thing about it. I try to like, I try to tell people I don't have to understand why you do what you do. And mind you, I have a shitload of friends that do what you do, and I don't mind it. My best friend, my best fucking friend. I've known this nigga since uh, shit. We were nine, ten, something around there. He do hood nigga activities. I have great speeches and I have great thoughts of emphasizing like what I'd like. You know what I mean? And why this isn't a great idea, but mm-hmm. he's. You and I understand, y'all just gonna do Yeah, I mean, street shit, you gotta let them do street nigga shit. You could try to tell them what may may not be good for them to make you feel better, but they're not listening to you. They may just adjust how they're moving, but they're not listening to you. Yeah, I mean, so, and this exact same thing with me. I'm not gonna stop my anime. I'm not gonna stop my cartoons. I'm not gonna stop. That's the way, I'm not gonna stop the Rick. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. I feel like this is this is growth to me, and that's growth to you. So as long as mm-hmm. I feel feeling like they're growing, why am I going yeah. to stop? Yep, yeah, that's why I create this platform. I'm like, I, I don't mind, you know. I, I, this started out a, sh- a solo show, but I was just like, you know, when I, when I do that, like, I was like, you know what? I wouldn't mind having like guests on and near and talk stuff like that. You know, talking you know nerd culture or movies or stuff like that. Even with artists, I'm like, I like to have the artists talk about you know about them and what they're doing and you know give them a platform to promote themselves, stuff like that, and what they have going on, but yet they can talk about what they like and they can be themselves. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And they can, they can give the, the world or, you know, their fans a more insight on them, you know? So. I feel like I've never actually opened up. I don't like, ins- I know a lot of hoodies, right? I know a lot of people that have died utilizing the Instagram, mm-hmm. Facebooks, and that's not a part of really my world but I have anxiety. Do you get yeah. what I'm saying? Yep. And my, I correlate all those things with death in a weird mm-hmm. way. Do them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I've, I told myself I was going to open up more in personality, like through captions by trying to randomly participate when in the studio or having moments on lives and open up in my interviews was going to be my biggest things. I used to get very, I used to wait for the question. I used to get very direct questions and it was kind of boring. Like if you wrote down six questions and we had a 10 minute interview and there was nothing new to learn because how are you going to write new questions without knowing much if I'm not speaking much? You know what I mean? So, and, and that's a new revelation for me. That's why I tell artists to know yourself because Everybody can't be Playboy Cardi, The Weeknd, Lil Uzi, and Chief Keith. Those people don't do interviews. You feel me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Them. You can't be non-spoken and, and be so inner. But what you can do is display more of your personality. All those people also like doing Instagram Live, being outside, outside, what the, what the streets consider that. So they do different meanings of what that is. But everybody can't be what they are. You got to adjust to your own meaning. I believe opening up in like interviews and speaking more like letting people know that I do have a fluent way that I talk. I don't mumble when I talk. I'm actually pretty fucking intellectual and I like analytics and statistics. I run all my own YouTube ads. I record my own music. Only thing I send it out for is mastering. I do all my own streams. I set everything up myself. I print my own merch. I actually send that out myself. Those autograph cards are actually coming from me from each order. I go, I go to the post. I like, I come up with the marketing plans. I do it all. I hunt for yeah. the beat. And that's why a lot of people are like, yo, you spend so much time to yourself. And then once I start breaking down to them what I'm doing, they get overwhelmed with like a small portion of it. You mm-hmm. feel me? Yeah. All like, this mm-hmm. is why this is why I didn't come to your party. This is why. And I'm outside a lot. I like, I don't know if you noticed, know but oh, I see, I, yeah, I see you be outside. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, Tories, Tory Lane, private party, Chris Brown's little birthday. I don't know. Look, smiles, throwing joint, Takashi having one. I right, we going to everything this year, my guy. Like, I'm trying to be more social. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm very energetic. I'm very outspoken, but I don't even like being around niggas. If you give me the choice, I'll stay inside of my house because I work with you. You feel me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how I, that's how I am. Like, if, I, if I'm gonna step out, it's gotta be something special or important. And hearing can't say into nothing really special or important. Like, that, like Instagram lives, cool and all that. I really don't do that here because it's boring here. And when I was in LA, I was going live. I was going live in the studio. You know, I'm going live with with you know Leo and Justin and you know when they they recorded like, yeah, this is what we own. This is what. We, but I'm like, that's cool to do. But like sometimes it's like. And I see where celebrities sometimes shouldn't go live as much and do all that because you might be giving a nigga that you don't like your information and they know where you are. Oh, that nigga's live there. Oh, let's go get this nigga. Let's go get him. Part is, I don't even really got no niggas that don't like me. If you want yeah. me to be honest, I told you I'm a nerd. Like when I beef with people, I'm trolling you. Like I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm, this is something I tell people. I was like, notice anytime I've ever popped slick with anybody, I don't go, let's go outside, let's go fight, let's I shoot you. I got 30 niggas with me, da da da. I, I refrain from that because as long as I keep that away from it, I could always tell you that wasn't my energy. But please feel free to locate your energy to my OG. These are their ads. A little conversation usually always solves all of that. Their energy changed. The niggas don't want to go back yep. to the trolls. You know <laughs> but at the, but as long as that's not my energy, I don't put my people in a situation where that gotta be our energy. Like, I'm gonna troll you. I may call you a bitch. Yeah, you're a pussy. All of that is trolling. You know what I mean? Like, but sauce walking and his people was trolling me and called called me all types of uh homosexual slurs into all of my pictures. I didn't care. I just went crazy. I embarrassed y'all so much that your manager had to DM me and ask me to stop. Mm-hmm. That's 
Yeah. Out of my mouth talking saucy about niggas. And that's what I try to tell them. Like, all that gangster shit just, all that gangster shit on the internet, all that, yo, you got enemies, all that, like, it gives you a paranoia. I got anxiety in general, and I don't got none of that. Yeah. I just got, like, I spit off my balcony and I, I look down twice just to make sure I ain't spit on nobody by accident. That's how yeah. bad I'd be making sure I ain't cause any other people any other inconveniences outside of my normal shit, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, the lives, like, watching so many disturbing things happen on it. It got, it got to me. It got to me. You feel mm-hmm. me? Yeah. You mean my friend isn't here anymore because of Instagram Live? That's strictly because of that. Because or Facebook Live? Like, are you serious? Like, you know, and that, and that's always hard to process sometimes. Like, I actually bought something called a Pivo. A Pivo is probably the best thing that you could ever purchase if you're a social media person. You can you can log into the app and it'll let you go live on Twitter. Instagram, Facebook, all of it at one time. I don't have to do any more work if I don't want to. It'll yeah. log in all breaks and it'll go live on every single one of them for me. That's an amazingly powerful tool, especially for somebody like me to have, but I refuse to take full advantage of it because of my anxieties that sit in the back of my head. I'm wondering if I gave you an angle out of my window when they're going to pause it and know my street address. And it's kind of sad. You know what yeah. I mean? And I- kind of issues so that's that's why i refrain from but like i said i'm opening back up to all of it i, I be trying to do it i told myself i was going to do it yesterday and i bitched out but yeah, i mean um i'm trying to do it more and get more social with the people so they know like i know nah, um like i said i'm energetic i'm intellectual and i'm fun yep yep that's what's up that shit is crazy mm-hmm. i wasn't gonna say oh now I'll say this: uh, fan interactions, man. You got any uh, uh, wild fan stories, or or you know, you know, groupies or what? <laughs> we can keep it PG. Well, I guess PG thirteen. We got, I mean, yeah, it don't matter. <laughs> I, I can this. So, my man Armani, this. Hmm. <laughs> We were in Chicago, but I think that sets up like the whole friend because Armani got oh, a girl. I don't want to set the homie up, right? We were in Chicago. I was signed to Universal. I came out there on tour. And um, we're in the club. We're about to do the performance. My man, who's doing my manager, managerial duties at the time, is Chris Hanks, right? Uh, he brought me out to Chicago and he actually introduced me to Armani and everybody. He had a girlfriend at the time and he sat down on the couch some girl just jumped on top of him. He was on the phone with his girlfriend and like, she just started giving him a laugh dance and like, we're dying laughing. We on stage, stage and that was her way of doing it. You feel yeah. me? Yeah. Like, ooh. So my man Armani like sitting on the couch and he's like sits down and like girl like turns, like she like walks up to him and like sits down like in his lap mm-hmm. and like start, yo, are they kissing? I look over, I tap, I tap my other man. So I was like, yo, I think they're kissing. He was like, yeah, they're definitely making out. I was like, yo, I am disgusted. I know she throws up, throws up. So we all go downstairs, like we walk her to the bathroom. We go into the men's bathroom and we come back. She asked naked. She's like, somebody's gonna have sex with me tonight. Oh, oh, oh 
she was, she was, she was, for, she was down for the call. She was like, I'm living my best life today. Goodness. But the, but the key word to the sentence, she didn't come out like shooting for my man Armani. She said, yeah. nobody. Anybody. And her friend grabs her and she said, no, 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 no. You said the one with the mole. <laughs> wow. Her, her exact reply, this is what gutted the whole thing. I promise this is what made us walk away. She said, I just said the black one. And <laughs> well, there's a bunch of us, mama. <laughs> horrible. And so, like, we walking back upstairs because I still have to perform. Right. I haven't performed yet. I haven't performed yet. And she just starts following us ass naked. Of course, security grabs her because you gotta like this. The bathroom is like it was like some huge building. I don't even know where we were at, but it was like downstairs in like a theater. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, walked back past security, and all she had on was socks. So of course, they walked her outside. Yeah, yeah, she yeah, yeah. No shirt, no shoes, no service. You guys like go. <laughs> the messed up part about that whole story: her friend stayed with us. <laughs> 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 it's a sorry girl bye <laughs> yeah friend yeah friend never left that that was and don't nobody know like she just walked off and uh, <sighs> nobody knows what happened still to this day that's again you know what i mean yeah yeah oh goodness they're that's living their best life like that nah, it was cool that was pg actually so cool. yeah that'd be done did she for they yeah. she they they front for the street streets. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and say it, girl. You for the streets, straight in anybody. <laughs> it's for the streets. <laughs> the streets. You did. <laughs> oh no, man. For the streets is all you niggas for the streets. All y'all do is have sex. Yeah, we understand, but you. You are for the streets. You don't understand. I don't care what you, I'm telling you, you are for the streets, man. Thank you. <laughs> Dude, on that note, we uh, 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 give them your socials, man. Give them your socials so they can follow you and see everything you got going on and tell them what you got coming out, you know, or if you want to, what you got out already or whatever. Just, just let them know. Let the people know what's up. And then follow me on everything. It's at Young Scrap. Wow, G S C R E P. That's Instagram. That's Twitter. Yeah, I mean, uh, TikTok and everything else is at Scrizzy. Yeah, I mean, I went ahead and already made that transition on those. So make sure you hit me on those. Um, we're dropping one freestyle on YouTube every single week. Yeah, yeah I mean, freestyle in studio performance content piece on YouTube every single Friday for the rest of the week. So make sure you go subscribe there. YouTube.com slash Scrizzy. Um, and I mean. What we what we have on the way is I just sent the new single out to Master. Shout out, shout out Tech. Shout out Chris Tech O'Ryan, my mixing and master engineer, the 13-time Grammy winner who decided I would he, he he would bless me with his talents and his mixing and mastering abilities. I sent it off to him. Um and he he he's about to put the finishing touches on it. It's on the way. Uh, I won't say the title or anything or who's on it, but we definitely put some special sauce on that one. We 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 put that together special. 
Yeah, like like we did troublesome, troublesome. Yeah, troublesome is dope. Yeah, trouble. I meant yeah, mention that. Yeah, troublesome, man. That, that's a dope track. Man, the video is dope too. Yeah, and yeah, it was. It's a lot of cheap. If you enjoy cheeks and women, yeah, I mean, make sure you go click on a troublesome music video. We just hit seven hundred and twenty-five thousand views, so your view would just be much, 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 much appreciated. So make sure y'all come fuck with me. And um, I mean, everything else that I'm doing right now for the rest of the year is content focus, is visual focus. So, yeah, I mean, you could get one piece a week, you could get two pieces a week, you could get three pieces a week on YouTube, but it'll all be there and visual from now on. So come fuck with me. I'm trying to show my sauce as much as I can, like the fun side of me, not the artsy, put a color scheme to everything i know that's the type of person i am but we're gonna have some fun yeah yeah yep that's what's up man that's what's up. i appreciate you for coming on man and hopefully with all this covid stuff this stuff gets done man so you know get on the road and you get some live shows going because man yeah i know the people want to see you so yeah definitely yeah, I mean, because I, I had some people trying to line some shows up in Atlanta um, and in Atlanta and um, Florida apparently just shut down their show circuit. So, you know, we'll get to it. But in the mm -hmm. meantime, we're we going to try to run it up through YouTube. I, I provide the content. Just come help me with the revenue side. Run it up with me. Every view count. You know what I mean? Yep. That's what's up, man. I appreciate you for coming on. Hey, this is the EVS TV podcast. We in here, bro. Salute to you, man. Always salute.